0: Hi, testing one, two, three. I'm starting to record now. So this part of our presentation is about repurposing content. So if you're not familiar with that terminology, content refers to the written word, so text. It refers to pictures, video, graphics. But it's it's a, a, a type of media that is used to you know to communicate. And so when I talk about repurposing content, it's about using the information that you want to share, taking that information that you want to share with your community, and making it available in different places. Because as Tim pointed out, yes, we know that not everybody is at church every Sunday, and so we need to be in different places so people find the information, but we also know that everybody has individual communication preferences. A lot of it is based on demographics, but it's not only demographics. Um, So we do know that there's a different different mindset about how people want to, as we heard, even donate. Some people want to write checks, some people want to have online giving. But some people want to see the information in the written in print, but some people want to have it delivered to their email in an e-news fashion. Some people want to just follow it on the social media because that's where they are a lot of the time. So when we talk about repurposing content, it's really taking the information and making it available in different. And I call those channels, the different media that we have to communicate. I just call them channels. So the first slide here we're going to see is this image. Does anyone know what this image is? Yes? That was what first came up when the Yeah. It's it's right, yeah. binary. Yeah, it's binary code, um, and so what I want you to remember is code because it's an acronym, and so the next slide is what we're going to be focusing on when it comes to repurposing content. Think code, and what does code stand for? It stands for create once, distribute everywhere, and so you just have to look at what resources that you have at your disposal. But the more places that we can distribute the information, and and of course, one way that we distribute information is through the spoken word. We cannot forget about that and how important that is. And that's why when, when Father makes an announcement at church or you have somebody come up and speak to others about an announcement, that is a very powerful way to communicate. And so that's one of our channels. But then also we have the written and we have the electronic. So think about that. So when you're talking about a bulletin article, how can you turn that also into a blog post on your website? So if that's not, not something you're already doing, try to think about that as an option. Whoops, sorry. So I, went to, I was looking at some examples, and so one of our churches is promoting their Vacation Bible School, and this was the announcement in the bulletin about Vacation Bible School. And then also on their website, they ha- it's actually this parish. <laughs> Um, they had, under upcoming, upcoming events, on their homepage, it's the same graphic. And that in website terminology is considered a blog post because those are just like little news updates that you can create that um, will appear on a page. And uh, it's also called a news feed. So also some people refer to it that way. But so it's just, it takes, it would, they took the same graphic, they took some of the same information, but they just presented it in a different way. So your bulletin ad can also be a social media post. So this was actually St. Paul's Catholic Church, I think in Tampa, which is not here, represented today. But um, so they were promoting their Mother's Day spiritual bouquet. That graphic was on their social media post. And this was from their bulletin. So again, it's repurposing, um, you know, from one format to the other. Um, but I would I would advise you to, you know, kind of think about the format and then try to maybe modify the image you have to modify the image for example if you're going from Facebook to Twitter because we know that the parameters are different so think about the parameters between print and online and how people view the content so that you can make modifications appropriately for the, for the format um, and then this was the Prince of Peace Catholic Church this is their bulletin cover um, which has to do with the third Sunday of Easter and they also have an e-newsletter that I receive And this was the front of their e-newsletter. So, and then they started to go, if you scroll down the e-newsletter, you'll start to see a lot of the same content that was on the bulletin in e-news fashion. Uh, For example, this was one of the announcements that was in the bulletin, participants needed for the St. Gianna educational program. And then this was how it appeared on their e-newsletter. So it's really just thinking about reaching more people in different ways that they want to be reached, and also um, just thinking about the people that might not be there physically present, but you can still send them the information. A, a, lot, of, um, a lot of marketing and communications um, looks at the idea of subscription. So what are, what are people at your parish subscribing to? Following you on Facebook could be a form of, of subscribing because they are, they are asking to be kept informed of what's happening at your church by liking your page. They're also subscribing to your e-newsletter possibly. So think about that concept because that's kind of the concept that is available now where people are not necessarily looking for information every day, but they want the information to come to them. Like think about a magazine subscription, right? It comes to your home and that's 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 what you want to do. You don't want to have to go to Publix and buy the magazine every week. You want it to be delivered to your house. And so think about ways that you could have people subscribe to your information and that way you're you're getting it to them in a a variety of ways, maybe through e-news, maybe through social channels, maybe by visiting the website and not just the bulletin. So um, we also did here at the diocese, I wanted to show you, you can also repurpose even a video. So we had St. Leo University um, create a video about a student Who was actually doing some she was doing great she was talking about how kids can live their faith in college and so it was shared on Facebook as you can see with the post but if you go to that link Maria, would you be able to click on that link for us so you could see I also created it as a blog post on our website homepage and so I just wanted to show you what that looks like where you can even take a video and you could share more information about it through through the website now again it's gonna be reformatted a little different but um, you'll see that it also can reach different people because i know not everybody is maybe visiting our facebook page or maybe seeing our facebook posts but there might be people going to our website and so they're going to catch it that way Um, we know that people are just divided um, in a lot of different their attention is divided in a lot of different ways so um, you also need to there's a there's a theory about um repetition you need to also be sharing the same message people need to hear the same message at least seven times to be able to remember it and to act on it. So this is a whole other benefit of also repurposing content, where even if the same people read it in the bulletin and then they see it in their e-news and on their social media, they just have heard the same message three times. That's gonna be more likely. They're gonna act on it, they're gonna recall it, and it's gonna be it's going to have the effect that you want it to have. How's it going? The link is not working? Okay, well we'll go to it maybe in a minute. When, um, we can finish our presentation. Oh, I just wanted to show you also the Bishop's Podcast. So I'm not sure if you've heard of that. He has a podcast called A View from the Top. So we, I just want to show you how many ways we repurpose that content. Um, it's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes and other subscription um, podcast services. It's also shared on our, on our Facebook and all of our social media channels. Um, and then also it's on the website under the Bishop Parks. So I just want to show you an example of that repurposing content. Do you have any questions about repurposing content? Is it something that you've th- you've thought about? Because anybody here can maybe they can give us an example of how they currently do repurpose content? Yeah.
1: Um, well, what I do is after I've gotten the blog ready for the week, then I just uh, take the important things and just put them on our website. You know, it's in the blog format, as you were talking about. And then Monsignor is really the person who does our Facebook, and so he keeps that really totally up-to-date with his photos
0: and exactly what he wants on there. So. And Twitter. Good. So he does it. So um, have you found some good, good success from that? Well, I think we
1: have. You know. we we have because some people can sign up then directly on the website for example for our vacation bible school we have a link to the forms and to the webs where they can volunteer to
0: participate or they can sign up to participate or as a volunteer um just online rather than having to fill out a paper form yeah while i go to see valerie could you line up my next powerpoint on headlines thank you maria okay valerie we do the same thing um it's it's a better use of our time. So my time, <laughs> because there's not other people that are doing it. But um, the best, easiest way, I'm not sure if you guys know it. If you do, I'm sorry. But it's called the snipping tool on the computer. And just whenever I have my my bulletin ready, it's a PDF. And then I go in. It's a great, crisp copy. And then I just snip it out, Facebook, website, things like that. So snipping tool is a saver. Good tip. Good tip. Thank you we're going to hear from Giselle, St. Mary, Our Lady of Greece.
1: Giselle repurposes her information constantly. Once I complete my bulletin, once a month for the parishioners that I know don't come, and we have over 600 on our roster, um, I do a monthly newsletter of information that has happened in the parish, information that is coming in the parish, and if there's any ad- a chance like we really a challenge with parking, so for the Easter season, we had some different parking arrangements that were made because we are downtown in saint pete, so i it gives me the opportunity to send that information out to every registered parishioner In the parish, and they get the information so that they can make arrangements to adjust whatever their schedule is. And that information that's in the bulletin and in the newsletter, I also post on Facebook and I put it on my website. And scrunch it down and get it on Twitter too. (laughs) All right, one more person. Um, Typically, If I create a graphic for an event that's coming up, I'll start out making it in publisher for the bulletin and then just uh, export it out as a photo for any of the social media and then also uh, sometimes make a separate graphic with like a click here button on it so when we're putting it on our website and people want to click things for, uh, you know, more information, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. yeah, we do the same thing. I've been repurposing for a long time, so it makes it easy. Very good.
0: Also, another idea is also when you um, only have a little bit of room on your bulletin is to just maybe start out with uh, some information or content and then direct people to your website to read more. Um, So that way the people who really want to read and go in more in depth, they can do that. But you're not taking up a lot of bulletin space. So I think we're going to go to our next...